Creating business isn't about doing hashtag all the things. It's about doing the right thing at the right time to create systems for success. Welcome to the Master the Sales Game podcast. Each week, I'll be sharing specific strategies, tactics, and practical know-how from myself and other successful business owners, helping you grow and scale your business. I'm your host, Susan McVeigh, helping you master the sales game and sell with more ease without the sleaze. I'm excited to have you here. Thanks for spending time with me today. Now, let's get started. Hey, on today's episode, we are talking all about how to be excited about the things that you're actually offering. Because too often what I see, and this was inspired by my client, Linda, so giving you a shout out, Linda, uh, for this particular topic. How many times are you working with coaches, mentors, other experts who tell you to sell something that you know is going to make money? And that's really the only reason why you're putting it out there. And you are like nada experience and nada excited about putting the thing in place in the first place. And too often what ends up happening is that, yeah, you might sell a few, you might sell a lot, but it's not something that really lights you up. It's not something that you are like over the moon excited about. And ultimately it falls a little bit flat for you to be able to um, to service, to actually help people with the thing that you just sold. So we're going to talk about that today because I think life is too short for you to build a business around the things that you hate or don't even love. Uh, I think life is way too short for you to do any of that stuff and to create a job and possibly a jail of your own making when it is your business. It is the thing that you can uniquely design however you want. And your offers, the way that you help people are part of that. They're actually the biggest part of that because you're you're here, my friend, because you know that without having sales in your business, you actually don't have a business, right? Sales and making money is the lifeblood. It is the thing that gives your business oxygen. And so without it, you really don't have a business. And your offers, free and paid, are the thing that helps pump the blood into the system, <laughs> into your business. So that's why we're ta- talking about this today. Now, before we get too deep into this, what I want you to understand is that offers is a whole, like there's a whole construct attached to this, right? Now I simplify this because I work with clients inside of my Create Your Irresistible Offer uh, program. And we dive into five specific components that really help you to narrow this down. And guess what? The very first thing is all about you. It's all about you. Yes, you still have to do market research and all that kind of stuff and make sure that there's a market need for what it is that you're trying to deliver. But that being aside, if you have 10 different things that you could offer that you could put out there in the world and not all 10 are like high up on the list in terms of your excitement level, why the heck are you going to put it out there just because it can make money? There's tons of ways that you can make money in the world. You do not need to do the thing that you hate the most or you don't even really enjoy, even if you don't hate it. There is way too many options for you, my friend. So let's talk about how you can be 
uh, excited, right? Like how do you ensure that the things that you are actually creating make sense for you? So when I look at some of the things that um, that I want to do, and I think what I want you to do right now is really take a look and see what is it that you are currently offering? What is it that you actually want to offer? And what would make you feel really excited? What when you do a brainstormer brain dump, and yes, take a look at your existing offers as well, right? But right now, chances are you may be thinking, well, I'd love to be able to put something new out there in the world. At the time of this recording, we're coming up on the tail end of 2020. And you may be thinking, gosh, do I have enough time to put something out and to make an offer to create it and to sell it? My friend, I'm sitting here nodding like big yes, yes, yes. The very first year that I was in my business, I uh, I actually created something that I didn't anticipate. I loved it. I loved it. But the way that I structured it uh, didn't serve me at the time. Like it was exhausting. And it was my very first group program. It was called Get Fully Booked. And it was to teach my clients how to stand out as an expert in a very crowded sea with very simple messaging so that it was laser focused on their dream clients such that they could get fully booked in their one-on-one practice. And it allowed them the opportunity to, without a ton of technology, leveraging the power of Facebook and Facebook groups in particular, because that's how I started my business because I didn't come up from a very heavy tech background. And while I'm better at it now, back then, it was too much for me to handle and I needed to do it in baby steps. And so I used the things that I could get access to for free. I could get access to a whole bunch of people for free using Facebook. So that's what I did. And so when I looked at what it was that I could teach people that they were ready and willing to invest in and that they actually needed in order to start moving towards a more specific sales process and sales conversation with folks, well, they first needed to be visible They first needed to find those people that they wanted to work with, and they actually needed a process of how they would communicate that leveraging content marketing, leveraging uh, storytelling, leveraging their expertise and communicating that in a way that it cut through the noise and really just laser focused on their dream clients immediately so that people would go, wait, who are you? What do you do? Can you help me? and to start a conversation. And that was essentially what helped me to build my business and get 10 to 15 calls booked every single week, even though I had zero connections. I had, nobody knew who I was. I didn't even know what the heck I was doing at the beginning. (laughs) And I didn't have all of the other things that so many times clients come to me thinking, I've done this or that or the other thing. And none of it's working. If you can talk to a real life human being, if you have a way to connect to somebody, whether it's in person, over the phone, in video, or using a social media platform, this will work for you. And that was the whole premise of that initial program. Now, at the time, I was really excited to share it. I was really excited to teach it because it was something that was working for me. And other people were asking me, well, how do you do that? And I realized, well, this is really simple for me. And I was really excited to share why it was working for me because I had tried other programs, other uh, ways and strategies, and for my introverted ways, also dealing with some health issues and a busy mom of two, 
I just couldn't be on social media for hours and hours and hours. And so my simple system was something that I developed to help me. And I was really excited to share it. And so that's really why I want you to start with you. What is it that you're really excited about right now? And I know that right now, sometimes, especially if you're thinking, gosh, I might have to be pivoting. I'm starting all over again. I have to reposition myself because maybe the thing that you actually want to offer doesn't suit your current audience, right? So if right now that's you, I want to reassure you that that is okay. You will find the people that are like you potentially, because chances are, if you're excited about it, just like I shared about my first offer that I created, uh, that was a group program. That was because the people were asking me, the people around me were noticing even before I noticed for myself. And so perhaps the thing that you're excited about, you're already talking about it. Maybe there's people already in your circle, already in your network, already connected to you that are asking you questions that are related to that, that you could easily package up and put into a brand new offer. Now, I want you to know that at the end of the day, it really comes down to you and the choices that you're making and to let go of any preconceived notions or influences that might be coming in into your ears, right into your mind to sneak up on you and say, why don't you do this? Or why don't you do that? And I'm not talking about a mentor or a guide or even me sharing my uh, some of my experiences here with you. It's really about people saying, why don't you sell this? And instantly, you're like, no, no, I don't want to do that. Even though logically, it might make sense, because it'll make you a lot of money. There's a lot of market demand out there for it. Other people are doing it. It's something that fits into maybe it's something that you've gone to school for, or you have a certification or a degree with. And you're thinking, gosh, I feel like it's such a waste for me not to do this. I want to share with you one single statement that I hope will kind of rattle you and make you you sit up a little straighter and go, what? Did she just say that? Stop operating in mediocrity. Stop operating in your zone of excellence and start moving only in your zone of genius. Because when you start moving in your zone of genius, it is that upper echelon of the atmosphere where you reside that only you can do the thing that you uniquely do just you. And it means that you have to give up or let go of the things that you're good at, because chances are you're here because you're good at a lot of things, right? You actually are good at way too many things. And it's making it hard for you to narrow down. I hear you, sister, I hear you, brother, because that is me too. And I know that if you're here, chances are, you very much relate to what I just shared there, right? That a lot of my clients who come to me because we are the alpha female, the type A overachiever. Um, and as a result, you've done a lot of stuff in your life, in your career, in your business, in your relationships, in every area, in every area imaginable. And it makes things even more challenging for you to narrow down because perhaps you fit into that multi-passionate bucket. Are you hearing me? But I want you to know 
that when you are able to really just dive into your zone of genius and you really just focus on the the only things that you can do and teaching the only things that you can teach and helping people with the things that only you can help them with, then being excited about your offer comes so much faster. I'm going to share with you an example that I had shared uh, that I had um, heard recently from one of my biz besties. And so she has been on this earth for a long time, right? As have I. And as she was sitting and having a conversation with me, she said, you know, Susan, I realized that I just need to be a few steps ahead. And I actually, this is an area of my business because now she's been in the online space for gosh, at least four or five years as well, but offline for more than 20. And this is an area that I really didn't have an opportunity to encourage myself to, to tap into while I was pigeonholed into the thing that I went to school for. And now that I am taking care of all the different areas in my business and I am wearing all the hats, although I have a team, I know that this one area is actually lighting me up more than this other area. Right. And so for her, she has been able to now narrow her focus and say, gosh, I love content strategy. I love content strategy, but she comes from a finance background. So guess what's happening? She is marrying those two together and saying, I want to help people who come from a finance background, who are in the financial services, who are in accounting or numbers based, like finance focused areas of business and help them with their content strategy. So that allows me to marry the thing that I went to school for because I have some contacts there, but really I don't want to deal with that anymore. I want to deal with the content and the, the repurposing and coming up with ideas and the strategy of how you can develop this. And so that is really where she's going to be focusing her time and effort. And because of that, in the span of, I think it was like two hours, not a lot of time, she sat down and brainstormed a whole bunch of stuff, including offers that she left me a voicemail and was so excited. I could hear the energy. I could hear the emotion. It was infectious. And I want to encourage you that right now, if you're operating in your zone of excellence or your zone of good, instead of focusing on the zone of genius and I'm going to, maybe this is an unpopular belief, but I'm going to share it anyways. I believe that your zone of genius does change. It does change. It gets refined, gets fine-tuned and polished, just like a diamond. And so while there may be, you know, the, the rough components may have been there all along, the way that is being demonstrated is going to shift and change, right? So perhaps you are a lawyer, you are practicing law in a past life, meaning like not too long ago. And now in your business, you no longer want to practice law. You actually want to maybe mentor or guide other people who are lawyers, or perhaps you're working with business owners who need to learn how to do some of the basic legal functions in their own business on their own, obviously with some help, because that's not their area of expertise, but where you're going to now be more of a guide and a mentor and a teacher, right? And so the basic foundation of your zone of genius 
the core of it may still be something that you've held on to for years and years and years, but the way that it comes together, the way that it shows up and the way that you interact with folks. And as a result, the offers that you're going to create and be able to put together as a result are going to shift. They're going to change. And I would encourage you, I shared this in one of my uh, recent programs with a student because she was at a bit of a crossroads right now. And she's trying to see, what does give me life? What does light me up? What actually do I want to do for the first time in my life without having to worry about what other people want me to do? Whether or not I'm living up to their standards and their um, definition of who I am. And when we kind of peeled back some of this and, and I had given her a recommendation that I'm going to give you now as well, I had said, I want you to chase the joy. I want you to chase the joy. I want you to really evaluate what are the things that light you up? What are the areas of your business? What are the areas of opportunity where you are excited to dive into? What would you want to share more of? And how can you put that into your offers? Maybe you could create a whole brand new offer just around something that you are super passionate about. Now, I will put a caveat here, right? Because I think sometimes we follow so closely with pursue your passion that we don't think about the monetary aspect. Is it going to be profitable? So please make sure that you start with yourself, but then you also overlay your business sense, right? And knowing is this something that my market actually wants? And if not, is there a different market that wants what I have to offer? Because it doesn't mean that you have to stick with your existing market. It means that somewhere out in the market in general, like in the entire world of business, is somebody offering something similar? And if the answer is no, I'm sorry, but you're going to need to figure out a different way to interpret this particular passion or the thing that is exciting you. Just package it up differently, okay? Because if nobody has offered this, chances are it's not because they haven't thought about it. It's because they've tried it and it hasn't worked. There's not a demand for it. And so sometimes you have to sit on your ideas because the market just may not be ready for it, right? Like when I think about um, cell phones, as an example, cell phones uh, have been around for a long time, a really long time. Hello, I'm going to age myself. Does anybody else remember uh, the brick? <laughs> the brick of a phone, right? And it wasn't until the most recent iterations in the past 10 years or so, really, where cell phones have suddenly taken off. It was because there wasn't the kind of market demand that there is today as it was when they first came out. There needed to be certain things that happened in the market beforehand. And so while your idea may still be valid, it may be still something that you are loving and excited and passionate about and that you wanna put out there, but if your market, the greater market is not ready for it yet, it might be something that you just need to sit on, right? So think about, because again, I know that you're here because you have a plethora of ideas. There are no shortage. And so that being the case, Go to the next one on your list, right? Because again, your zone of genius is broad and varied, even while being niche. I guarantee it that there are probably no less than 10, but probably closer to 50 or even 100 different subtle nuanced ways 
for you to talk about the things that you want to talk about and for you to offer the things that you want to offer. And so don't get deflated just because the first one out of the gate may not hit the mark. It may not be ready for your market or your market may not be ready for it. In fact, I want you to just keep going with thinking about chasing that joy. What are the things, what are the offers, what are the opportunities that are present today that are going to allow you to be more joyful in your creation, to be more joyful in the way that you sell, to be more joyful in the way that you serve your clients as well. Okay, so I hope this was helpful. Again, thank you, Linda, for the inspiration for this particular topic around how do you make sure that you create offers that you're actually excited about, right? And the two takeaways here, chase your joy and number two, stay in your zone of genius. Stop with the mediocrity and stop operating in your zone of excellence or your zone of good. It is no longer serving you, especially as we are getting ready to close out the year and to start the new year fresh. And right now, if you're thinking, okay, I have an idea. Now what? Now go out and sell it because there is plenty of time. Um, There is somebody waiting on you, my friend, and it's your responsibility to go out and find someone to serve every single day. And if this brand new offer is the thing that's going to do it, I want to give you a high five and make sure that you know that you have my full support behind you to go out and do it. Do it today. Okay. Thanks so much. And we will talk to you soon. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. Be sure to let me know what you think by leaving a review so I know how best to serve you. If you're enjoying this show, don't forget to share and hit subscribe so you know when the next show is up. See you next time.